I'm too shy. Yes. What are your questions for Tia Becky? Yeah, why don't you ask Tia Becky? She knows a little bit about Transformers. You can ask her. Is is there um like like a a cat transformer too shy? Uh yeah, there well there's a lion. There's a lion and lions are cats, right? Welcome to not a double trouble episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, but a triple trouble episode of the Friday Night Movie Podcast, because today, all three siblings, it's just us, we're going to catch up, and we're going to talk about Will Ferrell's new masterpiece on Netflix, Eurovision. But before we get into the topic of the day, Lily, given that you have the most of our parents with you. <laughs> What's happening? Um, you know, not only do I have our parents, I'm starting construction in my house and um they live with me now and I it's like I have a sign in my head that says I really want everybody's opinion all the time <laughs> about everything. Yeah, I know because I FaceTimed you the other day. Mom picked up your phone, then showed me all of the p- color palettes on the wall to get my opinion on what you should paint right. your walls. That's I mean, right. I, I just know that when I'm talking to you and you're on headphones, mom shouts into your ear. Yep. To no, give wait. The story's comments. not done. She then got annoyed at me and hung up on me. And I go, wait a minute. But I, I never got Lily. A, I never got right. you. <laughs> um, but then, like, huh. there's been a new development in the mom Jose dynamics where now mom, she got the new, I mean, if you listened to this episode, th- this podcast a few weeks ago, you know, there was a development with our dishwasher. Mom went on her own and bought us a new dishwasher. And Jose, who has a hard time throwing anything out, said that, you know, it's only because the dishwasher wasn't, this washer wasn't used to so many people in the house that like, the port, like just give it a chance. And yesterday she started in about the oven and he was like, it's just not used to cooking for this many people all the time. And I was just like, mom, do whatever you, know what? you want. Like Count I can't. Yourself lucky. I tried to freeze mom and dad out on my old dishwasher for like a solid four visits and I refused to buy a new one because I was like if they stay here long enough and hate my dishwasher enough I will eventually trick them into getting a new one out of sheer irritation and we and when we tell these stories we do this in a self-aware way knowing that we are it's extremely lucky to get a new it's dishwasher extre- we are extremely well, why do you think lucky? i'm sitting yeah, there at the should... table being like go on buy me a new oven go right ahead yeah I'm it's like, like kicking it's like close under the table <laughs> like what are you doing i mean I this know, is... should we should we cut this and just leave it leave it for the secret podcast <laughs> no 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 i feel like this is part of yeah. how we grew up and grew up with our parents and we own the fact that we and, are and, lucky and and um meddling pa- parents meddle in all different in kinds different of ways. ways the privilege ours to have your parents meddle right yeah. ours honestly mostly metal in electronic appliances <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in ways that are really helpful. Speaking of electronic appliances, so um, our uh, our circuit breaker, like there's this weird thing where our circuit breaker got like water in it, which is terrifying, but it worked. So a few of the fuses died. They had to get fixed. 
But one of the strange results of this was that our ceiling fan light in our room was just turning on and off, like 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 in the middle of the night. We'd look up and the light would be on, and Allie'd be like, "What the heck?" I'd be like, "Allie, why'd you turn the light on?" Because she sleeps with the eye things, so maybe she didn't see. And she's like, "I didn't turn it on." I'm like, "Oh, maybe it's a ghost." Which, as a kid, that would have terrified me, but it really scared Allie. Again, had no idea it would. So eventually, yesterday. I, I I figured out how to reset it. And Allie just looks at me. She goes, you know, I, I never really see you as being so, you know, good at fixing things and, I, you know, technical things. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm always like, no one, no, I had to stop what I was doing yesterday to turn on Just Dance on the Switch. But she qualified that as like a hardware, like Roger Corman, not shy Corman skill right, set. That so leveling there. up. Yeah, exactly. So she was very impressed. Wow, so I, quarantine is giving you new ways to impress your wife every day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Are you kidding? I'm going to definitely come out of this ahead of where I was beforehand. You like, know, I got to tell you, if quarantine is doing one thing for me, it's making me realize how much I don't need friends. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> I am, like, shockingly fine just texting Jose people. Said this, and he said, do, he's like, I've already known that for a long time. It's just, just far less social it. than I thought yeah, it was. I've just had to like shut down a section of my heart that's like aching <laughs> that I can't be around people in person. And so I, I react a little bit different. Now, Becky, how are you? I'm just taking a long pause. I'm not are really you tired. Sure I, I suspect you're tired today, not because of your lack of sleeping children, but because you stayed up like Ali and I did, just mining okay. the internet for Eurovision songs. So oh my god. I started 2.30 in this house. At 2.30, <laughs> my me and mom on YouTube. And First then I of was all, like, we have to shut it down. I want to say I started, I started the movie when I normally go to bed. So I started it at 9.30 and I said, all right, I have to watch this for the pod. But Vlad, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to get through like the first half hour and then I'm going to bed. I stayed up the entire time and then stayed up longer just talking about the movie and talking in the movie, like talking in the accents <laughs> and discussing I, elves. I, I, this one, you know, okay, so let's just go with the reactions. I'm going to start with mine and then I'll, I'll go to you. So this is one where I was like, oh, this looks like another like Netflix. No, not even Blades of Glory. I love Blades of Glory, but this looks just like another Netflix, like, direct-to-video, like, you know, like, Excretion and and Six Underfoot or whatever those other terrible movies were. But in general, their comedies, other than the, that, some of the early ones, their comedies haven't been so bad. Um, but but then I saw the runtime of two hours and four minutes. And Oof, I, was I like, didn't look oh. first, luckily. I was like, oh, oh no. my God. I got, I was like, there's no way this movie needs to be that long. And and so we watched it. And there were definitely times where I started to drift, like where I was like, oh, I got to check my phone or I'm not going to like be able to. But, right. but in the end, I have to say, you know, this was a very sweet movie. It was funny. It wasn't like the nihilistic humor of some of the other of that, like of his of, of some of the other movies. Um, the characters actually paid off. All the people they spent time on actually kind of not even say tied up their story, but played a role. And it, although there were characters that were maybe more antagonists, and there was like one villain, I guess it really wasn't a movie about like good guys versus bad guys. Even the characters within the competition that were sort of causing problems for them really wasn't about that. And um, 
Right. It wasn't the typical like a rival team that they have to be like, yeah. Right. And And I like that it was more about the personal growth and personal, you know, team turmoil than an evil rivalry. And it was very funny. And I thought that Will Ferrell and Rachel McAdams were adorable in this movie together. And I think they they earned what you go through with these characters, which I think sometimes when you get some of these Netflix comedies, people are like, there are some people who are trying really hard. And then there are other like, like in uh, Lovebirds, which I thought like Camille and Issa Rae, like they brought it. Right. Oh my God. Their chemistry, their um, their comedic. Yeah. They, they, they were amazing. They brought it. You know, but like I was like, oh, Will Ferrell's kind of a big star. Rachel McAdams, I she can be really funny, but like, but we I was forget how funny she can be. We forget Mean Girls. Mean Girls. But go back and watch Mean Girls. She right. is hilarious. She and, does. She should do more comedy. And, and they brought it. They had to sell this. And for me, like, there was real effort put into this. This was not a like. Throw- I'm gonna. It turned into a two-hour movie. I'm going to give the director some credit because I feel like he must have reined it in. Um, And they put a lot of production value in getting these songs right and doing big numbers, which I think in this movie, you know, that it becomes clear that early on that these musical numbers are really what's um, driving each sort of chapter of the story forward, right? Yeah. And having them bigger and with, you know, just <laughs> hilarious. Just now that it's great cinematography, it's so funny the way that it's shot. It's shot well, really, yeah. Like, it's like it's if done the song, really well. If the I mean, songs weren't good or fun, it would have been harder to watch the movie. But but I want to come back they clearly. Yeah, we can wanna, come back to the music. I want to come back but... in this note to the cinematography to Becky in a minute because there were actually moments where I felt the way they filmed. The, the the movie that like got me emotionally that I just don't feel like is that effort is put into every comedy. But Lily, what was your reaction to the movie? Cause you were the first one so, to see it. So my reaction was like, it's again, I, you know, I knew it was good. When you watch a movie with mom, it's often hard to tell if a, a, a movie's good. Cause she thinks it's so funny. Then you think it's funny. Yeah. And so it's like hard to gauge, but I knew that, that I liked it on my own, which is saying a lot. Um, that like while we were watching it, I was like laughing on my own, not just at mom laughing and Jose was laughing. So like, I was like, okay, this is actually funny. And um, I enjoyed it enormously watching it in Europe with a European. Right. I have to well, say. You, I feel we like, need to actually do a little breakdown. Of, yeah. Like, I feel now, like I, I have, had a leg up I have and some... I feel like Americans, I feel like I, I imagine that Will Ferrell accidentally stumbled upon Eurovision on YouTube and was like, Oh my God. How has nobody made a movie about this? <laughs> because I feel like it's not something that people in the U.S. know about. And it's huge here. Like people, well, like when I- you see the bar in the Icelandic town watching, like here when it's on, people, close said it's like Christmas Eve. Like people all gather around the TV and watch. It's a really big deal. And well, Spain I, has won a ton of times. I lived in Brussels and during right, yes. one of them, during one of them, and that was when I got a lot more. But but what people don't always remember is that when you go to Jewish summer camp, because Israel has won a number of times and yeah, actually right. won when, when we were at camp in 98, Donna International uh, won for the song Diva. And so there was a lot of telling us about that because it was this cultural Jewish moment 
to to that that Israel had won this international competition and and recently I think as recently as 2018 Netta won with the song Toy and she had a cameo in the movie but we'll come back to cameo we'll yeah, right. right. so so Lily so, can you break so, down for us watching it with a European and some of the key things Jose identified that regular Americans okay. watching this would not get so immediately as we're watching the movie when you know, they talk about the importance of Eurovision or when you see Eurovision and it's like extremely cheesy and over the top and overdone and the costumes and the songs and everything. He he could not emphasize enough. He was like, this is not an exaggeration. This is like a documentary. He was like, this is not an exaggeration. I'm telling you, this is really what it is. And he just kept repeating it over and over. And he was like, oh my God, that's exact. That's totally, exactly. That's exactly what it's like. And so me and mom were like, okay, come on. It's a Will Ferrell movie. And he's like, nope, nope. That's totally a hundred percent. So like about halfway through the movie, he's like, just stop, stop everything. He made us pause it and then just watch multiple Eurovision clips from 1969, something about that, where Spain won the fir- for the first time uh, through to uh, like, I don't know, the, the 90s. And we watched the Finnish one with the monsters. Oh, I love that like, one. So I was there Lordy in the year between when, that. Lordy, I was there. Lordy I was won. in Brussels the year between when they won and then when the Serbian uh, won the next year. And they played that Lordy video. I have watched that a hundred times. I made Alan. Right watch right. it at the end last night so so he was so like, like have you, you seen it you know i'm realizing this conversation Hallelujah. i am not as versed in the real eurovision culture and historic it's moments as it's extensive I, I, I don't know what that a bit says about, about me versus you well, maybe you're not as worldly as we are i don't know what to say i might be okay with that in this so, case he so he was like no no you have to stop and watch a bunch of these clips and he, and then the other perspective I think that he brought to it was that he was like, I need you to understand that after they win, none of these people are famous. He was like, <laughs> it's like American Idol, or except for Kelly Clarkson, right? Like, or one of these voice or but, whatever. But are they famous in their own country? Because I, you know. He was not very convinced, like maybe <laughs> a little bit, but it's not like they become Beyonce mm-hmm. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Uh, talented they may be but he was like it's you know the country's like freak out so much over this it's like the olympics of singing but it's this weird combination of it then like yeah it's not really you know a a ticket to a incredible music career necessarily um and then he was like very you know adamant that all the gimmicks like when they make it to the actual revision and they try to like zhuzh up their show like all these like cheesy gimmicks are really, really important into, to each act. Um, so yeah, that was, it was just, it made it definitely funnier watching it with him. And he insisted he did not like it, Eurovision, like the actual show, not the movie, or has ever watched it or has ever participated as a kid when it was on TV. Like, and I was like, seems- clearly all of that is a lie. Like that's a hundred percent not true. Seems like you can't escape it if you grow up. Here. And uh, so here's a couple of let me let me test you guys on some facts and figures, and then I want to come back to the film. Oh, figures. Who, who do you think has won the most times off the top of your head? Spain is definitely up there on the list. So Russia too. Russia's won a ton now, more recently. So as Spain of now, as of now, Ireland has won seven times. 
That's pretty good for Ireland. Sweden has won six times. I feel like you should have gotten that because Abba, oh, yeah, it's ABBA. ABBA is the yeah. most successful winner. And I feel like that right. gives... And they're the exception to the oh, Beyonce they role. won the Eurovision contest? That's yeah, in 74. For, for Waterloo. That's in the movie. Waterloo. That's the beginning of the movie, Becky. Mm, I know, but... I. Okay. Well, that's fair. It's not a. It's not a. It's not an actual documentary. I mean, but that that was real. Um, the the and then and then uh, the other ones that have won five: Luxembourg, France, Netherlands, and the United Kingdom. Oh, Cosa did say a bunch of countries that like you never knew existed in Europe, all of a sudden are performing in this and often win, like San Marino. I was like, yeah, "What's that, was- that?" And he's like, "That's like a Luxembourg or a Liechtenstein. These rando countries in Europe that produce a singer, and yeah. nobody's sure where they are." And That's do you want to know who's come in the most last? Who? Ooh. In 1963, 69, the UK. 76, 78, 81, 90, 97, 2001, 2004. Mom, I really want to think France. about this. France. No, let's really think about it. Denmark. Your Becky's very close. Austria. No, they've been definitely won. You're getting further. Norway. Norway, but Norway Norway. has also won three times. So 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 who's the number one winner? Sweden. No, the number one winner is Ireland right now. Sweden's number one. What about Spain? How many times what do they rank? I don't know. Spain's not even in the rankings. They've won a bunch. Probably well, not more than five. I guess not. I guess not, yeah. Russia's getting up there. Uh, I, I that I'm not sure. Okay, so they've only won twice, Lily. That's half the amount of times Israel has won. Oh, I thought they won more. Nope, but but I remember at camp we would even learn the songs, the, the oh, Israeli yeah. entries that didn't even win. So, like, do you remember that song? Ole ole cha 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 cha. So, kind of. Also, it was like one song, one that just was la 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 the whole time. What yeah, is that, the level of expertise here that, that's of these the, that's judges? True. That's the Spain song. That, the Spain the song. One. La la one la. Was la 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 in 1969. The other was Vivo Cantando. <laughs> and with a four-way tie with France. The best oh. was like, mom was like, I don't understand why more South American and like Latino countries don't take like the winner every year. And I was like, because it's Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's it's definitely a wide definition. A, a wide, right. Because I was like, but, Israel is not really Europe. But, but yeah, Ali turned to me at one point and made some sort of comment about about um, about the, the, and I said, you know, there are other places in the world than Europe, right? That aren't in this. Right. Like she was like, what countries aren't in this? <laughs> I was <laughs> like. kind of like mom yesterday. <laughs> I'm like. Well, um, you're, there's you're like, four, well, other continents. Four other continents <laughs> that aren't involved. She's like, oh yeah. She she loved the movie. Loved, loved, loved the movie. I okay. mean, I couldn't tell you because so I can't there, understand there was her a, taste. There was a very so when you if you want to have I'm saving this for you guys. What are the rules moment with Allie? Her most emotional moment, and this is where I'm going to segue to Becky in the cinematography if she can talk, um, is that. When the finale song Husavik came on, and 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 they play the song that Sigrid Rachel McAdams' character has written herself, and and in um and she sings in Icelandic, I was like, oh, that's really cool. You kind of saw that coming the whole time, right? And right. I looked over at Allie, and Allie's just weeping. Oh like, my god! Weeping like it's the end of Titanic. Oh Jesus! Oh, I will say that song is great. It's better than the song from Frozen Two, for example. 
and it was an earned moment but i also feel like the way they filmed that finale the way the the way they shot them looking at each other like it was an extra layer of effort Right. I think the, I think the movie in general, like the costumes, mom could not shut up about the costumes. She's like, who designed these? What are they wearing? This is amazing. And I think that they could have made, made silly clown like costumes for these people, but they really made it like a lot of stuff was honestly, knit. they made them better than the, than the ones that when you go back and you watch some of the, Oh, other for other. sure. But I just mean like when they're in character as their characters, oh. Lars, like just like the shit that they wear is so wacky, but it's even that is like, well done. Yeah. I, I feel like they, they, somebody, whoever is at the helm is really, you know, was like making this like a heartfelt film. I didn't feel like they were making fun of them. That, well, that's what I read. I've read some of the reactions that said, you know, it's a love letter. If you're expecting Blades of Glory, which is much wackier, right? It's an actual love letter to people who love the Eurovision contest, and exactly. it kind of embodies the part. Of right. I, I assumed. Right. I assumed it was like just going to destroy the like cheesiness of this competition, and make like make really fun of like Icelandic people, I guess. And in the, instead, there was way more jokes about dumb Americans. And, which were hilarious. Which were really funny. <laughs> the American and, jokes are amazing. Yeah, they were amazing. And when he's like, there's a Starbucks <laughs> over there. And they're like, I think he's giving us directions to the Starbucks. It <laughs> 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 was so good. And they're in the lime green, like Mini Cooper driving around the idiots. And he's like, don't come to Iceland, whatever you do. <laughs> like those, you know, that was way better than like having them make fun of Iceland. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so I thought, yeah, the, the movie had way more heart, which made it like super enjoyable in the end because this, the, the, and I think the scene, and I don't know when you want to talk about this, but the scene where the Well, let's just say former, if you're listening now, we haven't spoiled it for you. We right. talk about the movies like real people. There will be spoilers. Right. The, where they, the medley, which is my favorite scene in the whole movie, the medley with the also former. Shot beautifully. Yeah. With a former, most of those people are actual Eurovision winners, editors, right? yeah, or winners, yeah. Although they uh, had them singing not a single Eurovision song. Exactly. Mom was like, I had songs. no idea Mostly Madonna's American. Ray of Light won Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, no, 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 mom. They clearly only did Waterloo. And then we're like, let's put real songs in here, <laughs> which is just. It's like well, a way to make fun of it. Could you imagine if they did like hallelujah? Right. Like da, nobody da, da, da. knows those nobody knows enough of those songs to be able to enjoy. That was that the scene. 1979 winner, by the way, for anyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so you know I, that that scene uh like elevates those competitors and well, elevates the people who do it. Well, Ali said making as soon fun as of them. As, We're as, talking as about the, the medley. As, Sorry. Yeah. As soon as as soon as that scene started. Ali, um, as soon as that uh, scene started, Ali um, said, oh, they're going to do the Pitch Perfect riff-off thing. But you know what? It was much less ironic than the riff-off. It was right. it, it was like this inspiring, uplifting thing where they showed And I love that they winners. started off with Cher. Right. Yeah. Like, Although, again, somehow... they didn't. Again, it is weird that they picked a bunch of American songs, but I don't know what the tradition is. No, it's not weird at all because it's Netflix for like... Well, I mean, I know it's international, yeah, like, but like it's American made. So it makes sense that it'd be like, let's just pick right. songs that like. They're not going to pick the Finnish winner. Or yeah, whatever they're going to pick like songs because... that like everyone knows. Right. 
to be able yeah, to I, I guess I guess you're right. Sometimes you do have to think about the audience and your job is to make a product to make the audience have fun. And and, and again, a documentary can be another another right. thing. The Eurovision We've documentary you can feature each country's song. Exactly. <laughs> right. Um, so Beck, that scene in particular, the medley was shot beautifully. And I think the final scene was shot beautifully. And 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 the, there was it really got in your heart as you were watching it. And I feel like the camera work had something to do with that. You don't usually say that when you're talking about, you know, a Will Ferrell comedy. comedy. Yeah, I I did find that for sure for a Will Ferrell comedy, it was uh, elevated. It was purposeful. It was be. It was in the spirit of the the not campiness of Eurovision, but like the. I mean, the campy, the, the the larger than life, the spectacle, if you will, of how Eurovision is portrayed. The camera work in those scenes, it was also really meant to be like larger than life, um, a carnival, if you will. And I thought that was unexpected and it, and for me that's one of the things that made the movie um a little uh with a, made me feel like the movie had a higher production value than just a typical Will Ferrell comedy which I love you know give me a movie like The House any day of the week <laughs> I will watch True. it and love it but True. this kind of had seen that twice and I don't remember anything that happened in it I just know Jason but Manzoukas it was Manzoukas makes a cameo and <laughs> that's good enough for me right um, so, uh, yeah, I, I felt like they, um, they were, they were really getting into the spirit of what Eurovision was supposed to be, which then made you, which, I mean, at least it made me become more invested in the stakes of it. Yeah. Because they didn't play, certainly they had a lot of laughs, but they didn't play. Right. Because if they, they knock it down and make fun of it too much, then you don't care who right, wins. They weren't, they weren't so like the, the teasing aspect was, you know, individual characters, um, fire saga, obviously themselves, but they were actually paying homage to this event throughout the movie and kind of showing the, like, of course, like the, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe the the the, Significance? the sleaziness of it in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the campiness. The campiness of it. But um, but how much fun that these people are here because they genuinely love singing and performing and their performance. And the audience is good. Well, and, 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 it, yeah. and, and it has a bit of an Olympic thing into it yeah. because everybody's representing their countries. Yeah. And, uh, and I like that a lot of general, pride involved. And there was some camaraderie between the artists. There's a scene where exactly. Sigrid says she wants to go back and be with the artist. And even if she gets no vote, she's going to sit in the room with the artist because she's an artist. And I really liked that and, I and they're all yeah. like cheering for each other it, it is and you know what we're in a moment we talk about this where i just want to watch things that make me feel good this made right. me feel good this made like, me feel happy could the movie like, oh, have look. been 85 90 minutes absolutely the fact that it wasn't like i said you know i the world is we'll a take an extra 20 minutes of, of happiness <laughs> exactly and 
I was like, oh, great. There's an extra 20 minutes of Rachel McAdams and Will Ferrell. Cute. And and she I'll was especially adorable in this movie. Yes. She was and so she, sweet. She, she was also was very I did have to genuine. Google if she, I did have to she Google if she sang. sang her own song. Yeah, she did yeah, not she sang. And you yeah. know what? The singer, by the way, we should say her name, My Marianne. That's the name yeah. of the singer. I would say, I appreciate Former so much Eurovision contestant. That we did not win. Rachel McAdams <laughs> did not sing her own songs because in my house, we've been listening to this Disney playlist and the new Lion King songs come on. And I'm just like, Ooh. like, I love you, Seth, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner, but you are not doing Hakuna Matata justice. It is hard to listen to. And well, so I really I appreciate like that they just got a proper singer to do Rachel McAdams songs to make them amazing. Well, and, and they got someone, an Icelandic singer from Eurovision, and she sang Wait, all the songs. Well, I think she's Swedish. I think she's Swedish. She's Swedish. She's Swedish. Oh, okay. Swedish. Yeah. But, she clearly sings in Icelandic. But damn, right? that last number. Okay, so that was another thing I really loved about it, that they keep saying throughout, like, wow, she really has a good voice, but she's just not pushing herself. Like, she really, she could do it. And you're, I'm kind of like, I don't know, what does that mean? And then in that last number, you're like, oh, this is so rewarding. Whatever that note is, the Splorg note. <laughs> Whatever they talk about, spirit note or something, right? That was that was very cool. Okay, when are we going to talk about elves? Well, (laughs) sorry, here's a knife bag in case you need to murder someone. (laughs) The elves, the elves was amazing because as as Becky and I have immersed in Nordic culture before, we watched Troll Hunter. Lily, that movie is so absurd and amazing. Troll Hunter. The movie's incredible. You should watch that. That was a perfect movie for Jose and like mom and dad. That's like a great uh, one. I mean, sort of. It's a Norwegian found. Well, it's scary for Jose and it's a documentary for dad. Yeah, it's but but to me, I was already like prepped for the world where people believe in elves and trolls and things like that. And and but what was amazing is how much Becky was excited about it. Becky kept texting us, elves, elves. So elves are like a really big part of Icelandic society, not just like culturally, spiritually, like I like they're like a legit part of how society functions. I mean, or their their culture society functions. Okay. And I, I like there's uh, a whole thing about how like, the vote? elves need to be consulted if you're going to like build on certain lands, like you have to like consult the elves or something like that. Oh, Anyways, wow. I know someone who made a whole documentary about the elves of Iceland and the people who can see the, the elves and us? communicate with them. You have to share the title with us. I have to look it up. But, um, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, but I know it exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just got, I was like so excited to see the elves having a storyline. And again, it just really felt like it paid off in the end with the murder scene. Right. You knew it was going to pay off and it paid off. I thought and it paid off so well. All right. So moving on from elves, what was your, I'm going to, instead of our MVP, we're going to do our MVS. What was your most valuable song? There are some, we'll, we'll talk about a bunch of the name, name songs, but what was your most valuable song? Not including Yaya Ding Dong. No, no. That's one of the songs. Okay. We're including Yaya Ding Dong because I feel so I'll tell you my yeah, yeah, ding dong. So first of all, I love the idea that they're in this bar and all the only people people want to hear is yeah, yeah, ding dong. So Ali and I bought the soundtrack and we've been listening to it like nonstop in the last 24 hours. And we went on this driving trip with the kids today and we were playing yeah, yeah, ding dong like over and over and over again. And I was like just laughing along and, you know, we weren't sure if it was a real song or not. And the kids were like, what is this? Yeah, yeah, ding dong. We're like, I'm like, and I'm just like straight up. I was like, ding dong, like a, like a 
clock tower. Like the love is making is like hitting him like a bell. And uh, and I said, you know, it'd be funny, Al, when we're grandparents, you can be Yaya and I can be Ding Dong. <laughs> and so like everyone's laughing in the car. And then Hallie's like, you know, this song is like full of innuendo. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just like a silly love song about like. <laughs> and then I started listening to all the lyrics. And I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> I had no idea. I unironically just thought it was this like Norwegian, Icelandic. Folk Is it a real song? Because mom kept being like, "This sounds like so. a folk song." No, the the MVP, the best song is the is their is their Eurovision finale number. That was amazing. That for me is like for sure so, the best song. So for me, that one takes the cake. Um, yeah. But the um, but it really, really takes the cake. But uh, I have to say, double trouble like like that thing you do, although not as good as that thing you do, it's played so many times in the movie that you have to believably like that. You have yes. to believe that they would make it to the next round. And, and I, I give double, tr- double trouble was like the workhorse of the movie and really had to carry a lot of what was going on. So I, I, I'll give double trouble the edge on volume and participation, even though Husavik was the, obviously the best song. What about you? Chai, who wrote all the songs? Because they're uh, great. Uh, it's really fun. In LA. I was reading about so it. So much fun, these songs. I mean, they must have had the best time writing I them. I remember it yesterday. Uh, Lily, what about you? What was your MVS? I, I would say with you. Sam, with you, Shay. Yeah. Um, I felt the same way. Which um, means you're neither one of you are answering because you're basically giving two answers. No, 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 no. No, no. I think you're double. You're saying double trouble? Yeah. Because to me, it had to carry the whole movie. And it had to be just good enough that they could, if they performed it right, they could make it through. But if they're performing it like shitty, then it's like, sounds horrible. Um, and so I feel I like that's bouncing one. all over the place here a little bit, but can we just touch on how handsome Pierce Brosnan is? Yeah, and I how, like, asking why is Pierce Brosnan in this movie? He's so why did he do handsome. this movie? And Vlad was even favorite. remarking last night. He goes, Pierce Brosnan has never had an awkward aging stage. He has consistently looked handsome. Oh, I for actually as long think, I'm pretty sure I Will Ferrell refers to him guys. at one point as my handsome dad. <laughs> I, 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 I actually think that he looks he looked better old than he did in his like Mrs. Doubtfire. Real, but he's Mrs. always Doubtfire been era. super handsome, and he's such a handsome older man. Do you know he's Irish when the flags came up of Oh, yeah. that's what that flag was... is. <laughs> oh, God, like, oh, good to know. Oh, my God. This is like, the, like we are as ignorant as we've ever been on this episode. Buy me a dishwasher. What's the Irish flag? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I was like, I said to mom, I was like, he's Irish, American? And she was We're like, the worst. We actually shouldn't put this episode out. I'm starting no, no, to cringe. No, 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 no. No, it's, I knew it was Ireland. That's on you. <laughs> I knew it was Ireland too, Becky. That is, you it are the It was 11.30 at I will night, say, and I haven't gets, slept in days. It, it gets to the point the worm like is that greece is that sweden i I know which one greece is and the blue and white ones come up (laughs) with the stripes those ones get a bit hazy for me but ireland is very clear i also like how they make a few cracks about the uk 
That was funny when, 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 when they said to the, the singer, she, when the Russian guy goes, oh, she's very good, but, but Nobody, everybody, uh, hates all, everybody hates the UK. Everybody hates the UK, so no points. That was, oh. that was. Let's oh, talk about Matthew, we, please. Oh, please he was, to me, Matthew. he's, he's the MVP. Uh, he stole the movie to me. He? Matthew from Downton Abbey. Was, I don't know what his, oh, Lem, Al, Lemitoff, oh, Steven. St- uh, Alexander. 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 He, Lemtov, <laughs> okay, I did. I don't know where to. Okay, again, I'm going to go back to the Disney playlist that we have going all the time in my house. So on that playlist are several songs from the Beauty and the Beast soundtrack. So I am well from like the remake. So I'm so like I already know his voice so well because he's in that movie and he sings on that soundtrack. So for his me, it was Tiger like, Song was almost my MVS. The comfort of, of his. Yeah voice of his like I, I would I was just thrilled that he was in this line um, of love and again but, but how he, much fun is it the, to he's see he's not him? the one singing it's performed by Eric Mionis right yeah. what that's the line yeah, no. his Lion King voice well oh. it's late at night for me but he is a singer I mean I think anyways that but he was you know what was what made Dan me good was that he But Dan was, Stevens is a, he sings though unless they but, had the same guy I have the him. soundtrack here and it says it was Eric Mionis. Oh, well, I'm very confused then because I'm pretty sure he does sing because he sang in Beauty and the Beast. Um well, I mean he Lily, I mean Becky, people can sing and also not and, and lip sync in certain situations. Well, he's a either, great lip singer. Either way, what I liked about him was, and this is came back to the camaraderie thing, is he had his own agenda, but it wasn't to win Eurovision. It was this bigger musical agenda to like find him. a partner to to tour R- with. Right, exactly. And and I I liked that that he wasn't just like he wasn't like overvaluing the contest he he and um the greek woman who sang the song cleopatra i think was the name of the song oh they they were like the tour guides of this crazy world it's sort of like when you and when you, i think of like um you know you go to alice in wonderland and like the rabbit shows you around like to me they were they did a really great job with those characters um and and and, and i like that they had their own friendship and relationship that pays off at the end of the movie as well um uh, and, and I won't go into the reveals of, of that because it, I think, it, again, it's, it's worth waiting to the end. Was there a song that you, that you actively didn't like? There wasn't one I actively didn't nope. like, but now that I've listened to the soundtrack, there are a few duds when you hear them as full songs. When you hear Yeah, them I'm not as- saying I'd want to listen to all of them on the soundtrack, but during the movie, nope. I thought everything was so- well-timed. Even Demi Lovato's song. Oh, Demi Lovato oh, yeah. was very funny in it, and yeah. she was I thought great. She, she was good. It was great. I knew it was her immediately. Allie was like, "Yeah," eh? I was like, "Yeah, yeah." yeah, yeah. I was like, "For sure." Else, um, I've gone too far. <laughs> I mean, when that <laughs> happens, I didn't I expect that go. to happen. I didn't. I, mean, I knew they get into the competition, but I didn't expect it to be because everybody dies. <laughs> so. I, I really, I really want Play Ya Ya Ding Dong to be like a like you know how the free bird is like a thing i yeah. want to go to concerts after covid and go play ya ya ding dong so i thought also that this movie did a really good job um uh because you know it's a sequel right this is not the first in the story it's a sequel what? yeah 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 it's like a many years sequel to the last kingdom and um what what yeah, the TV show, right? The Last Kingdom that we watch. What are you? Are we in the same episode right now? 
No, you're making that. I'm up. totally joking. Just because because oh, of, so of the names and the accents were like the same. Uh, when they, the modern Viking does his song. Oh, Jose, oh Jose yeah. just the whole time was like, "That's like a real. That was taken from a real. That's real. That's real. That's real." And and no, I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking around about that. But um, what would you do with a sequel? To, I don't. I don't think there should be a sequel. But I, what would you do with a sequel to this? Movie. They have like a like a family band. I was about to say like, exactly like, like, like he, they have like family. three kids, and he's the director of their family. Of their family, okay. can I just say the ending when when he's just holding the baby in the Bjorn, and if you're actually like paying attention, that baby is is asleep in half of the shots, just drooling with his head down. I it, I love I, nothing. I have it just made me so happy. It was, it was, very it was cute so because cute. It was she, so her cute. wish was for them to be happy okay. together and have a baby. And baby. And I'm not again. If we're not doing spoilers, although we are, we are. Spoilers. No, no, we we are. Okay. Oh, okay. The consistent joke throughout of someone but, going, "Are you brother and sister? and sister?" No, probably not. Probably. Yeah. And then you're like, "Why does he keep saying probably not?" Well, no, that was a great. Love. That was a great payoff at the that's, end. That's that's in that's in my notes. That's in my notes throughout, which is like I'm like. For the whole beginning, I'm like, are they brother and sister? Is that where this is going? Because that would have been that would have see that to me was a funny running joke, but it would have been a very cynical, like a very right. cynical ending. Like it, um, when you compare it, because because in the ice skating in Blades of Glory, um, the Will Arnett and Amy Poehler and character are brother and our, sister. Our they have that weird incestuous <laughs> relationship. That would have made this more like that. But the whole point was to have them be. You know, in love, which was really, right. um, and uh, I I think that um, when when you're talking about those things, I, I actually wrote in my notes. Seriously, are they siblings or a love interest? Like, what's going on? And then I realized it was a recurring bit, which was really funny. I loved when he she goes, "No, he's probably not." <laughs> um, but that's also because as they repeated many times that his dad clearly like slept around slept in town and so yeah. um but i guess she was the one that got away is that what we're reading about that i mean for such a long yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that they she she had yeah she was Secret like mom was, was the, the one, one that got away got away and the then they together um i i just really feel like with this movie they put their resources in the right place. Um, mm-hmm. And it with Netflix movies, you don't really you don't really get that a lot these days. It's just more like you're watching movies and you go, oh wow, they just got like a bunch of money, just kind of spent it all over the place with whatever. no rhyme or reason. And this night it actually felt like they put it in the right places. They got great talent. It was funny. It was heartwarming. Um, I can see myself, if not watching it again from beginning to end, at least like watching certain parts and definitely some musical numbers. I really, oh, yeah. um, I want actually, and I thought it was fine for the, my kids to watch now again. Yeah. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit on the edge. You're of advanced. But, but, but I my mean, kids watch 17 again on, on oh, Friday God, night. That movie's depressing. 17 again with Matthew Perry? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, they, most of their reaction was, wow, Zac Efron does a lot of basketball movies. <laughs> Uh, because in high school the musical he plays uh but anyways uh, like it was it i was think this is more appropriate than than yeah there was again. some sort of sexual whatever but they didn't really nah. go into it too much okay i mean well, everybody dies on a boat but i guess that's funny i mean that was funny 
Um, are there other, I, I mentioned some of the Eurovision songs that I looked at. And again, the Lordy, Lordy Hard Rock Hallelujah. Everyone has to watch the live performance of that because it is just amazing. I did. I just looked at your YouTube link. I 100% know that song and that video. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure I know that song because you definitely like snuck made, it onto weird mixtapes for me. Oh, for sure. I've made everyone as a teen. I'll stop like, people and be like, have you heard this song? Um, so, okay. So wrapping up buy rent or meh it's a buy for me it's a low-end buy but it's a buy i would say low-end buy yeah oh this is for sure quarantine buy oh. there's there's quarantine rules this is a quarantine so it's like an adjusted buy. score just yeah. adjusted it's score like it's like okay. watching something on an airplane <laughs> <laughs> with your family and only your family for three months for, yeah months uh, on end i mean we're talking about like I'm not going to say how long it'll be. It's been three months. It will be another year. It'll, it'll, it's, a very, it's a very long flight. It's going to be very long. All right. So uh, what about Rex and shoutouts? Uh, what have you guys been watching? Oh, I, am, I have something. I have something big I actually want to recommend and promote. First of all, I know that there are... Wait, sorry. So does Sunny. So does Sunny. I know that there are um, a lot of important causes people should be donating to right now. And please donate to those... Black Lives Matter. Um, there's so many. Um, we're donated to, equal, to the Equal Justice Initiative, to our local food bank. There's um, in very important places that need funding and support. So that's one. Now, if in addition to that, you feel inspired to donate to a, 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 an art project of sorts, there's a Kickstarter that we are um, really big fans of in this house. Um, it's a film called an animated film called The Slide. It's being made by, um, hold on, sorry. I want to make sure I get the the name right. Um, It's being made by uh, an Israeli animator um, and a team from like all around the world. Um, Sorry, I, sorry, by, maybe should I start that over? No, I mean, (laughs) Mary is here. All of your kids are just, can I ask like a very controversial question? Yeah. Where's your husband? Oh, he's he's sleeping, but because we, we switched watching off, we, we switched off really early in the morning. I gave him Sunny, um, and then I went back to sleep for a while. And so we we each only like slept night. like five hours last night, and then we've been rotating naps. And he was gonna wake up when the podcast started, but I feel really badly, so I'm just letting him sleep. Well, that's um, cool. Well, the slide. Okay, Animated sorry. Film, so Israeli filmmaker, all Israeli the filmmaker, Kickstarter. Um, just go on Kickstarter. It's called The Slide. It's an animated film. It's just it looks really beautiful and interesting. So if in addition to all the very important causes that do need support, you want to kick a couple bucks to an interesting Kickstarter, it's called The Slide. Um, so that's what I want to do a shout out to this week. Okay. Lily, how about you? Um I don't have, except for the, the obvious, you know, places to donate or what's close to your heart, all the different causes that are so important, you know, in the world right now, even gosh, the the situation in Yemen, it's just like on top of it, you know, when, if you read about that and the virus there and the kids, it's just like, there's so many places money can go um, and causes in the United States and outside the United States. Um, so I think you have to follow your heart and how much you can, like each person can give, of course. Um, and if you can't give, then, you know, there's like social media, there's so many other ways to even just having a conversation, right. Just making it part of your daily life. 
Um, on in terms of TV, I can say that we finished season three of Broadchurch, which was many years old. Um, it's, a great, and it's a great season. It's, it's a, real, a great it's a season, and it, it is a very heavy show. The acting is out of this world, and it makes you like very obsessed with Olivia Coleman and David you, Tennant. Well, you're like Olivia Coleman. Uh, you, you watch that show, and you're like, you're like, oh, she's an Oscar worthy performer, but you're also watching a BBC show, and like, how's this ever? How's she ever like, like two thousand like fourteen or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you're you're like wow you know she won't you know it's too bad like she's a powerhouse and then not no surprise there oscar winner um and so and david tennant is just like incredible love that guy um and ali loves him he's her yeah he is he what is 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 hey i mean i'm her type Uh, too I, don't I mean, know. I are you? Terrence Howard was her. No, no, she Allie, her, Allie, Allie likes Allie rules. Allie's list of like men that I can like, you know, she has Paul Pass, Terrence, Terrence, Terrence Howard, Charlie Hunnam, yeah. uh, and Buns. David Tennant. And David Tennant. Like that is a part of the selection. She's so eclectic. Oh, and and The Damn Rock it. specifically when he's wearing a suit. Like every time The Rock comes on ballers in one of his suits, she goes, That man can wear a suit. <laughs> I have Miss Taylor as Jack. Oh, and Zach and Zach Efron. Zach Efron, very big with like Alex. I said, she's so eclectic. Yeah. Um, but I have to remind we... her that he's playing a teenager in most of his movies. In movies, exactly. It's troublesome. But um, and then we started. Um, this is not a show you guys have either one of you have watched, but it checks the like Jose loves mystery box for me, and so we're watching season three of The Sinner. Which is a why Never done it, not a who done it. Each mm. season's different. Three seasons. I haven't figured out why she did it. No, it's it's each season's its own story. And Bill oh. Pullman, I like, like Bill each Pullman, season. There's is... a new, un, like a new reverse engineered <laughs> crime. Like you crime it's coincidental. Crime. You have to exactly. And I would say that there's a Bill Pullman, and like you know you're Bill watching, and, you're, and I, you know we're watching, and Mom's like, "God, Bill Pullman, where's he been?" I'm like, "On this show," and I'm like, "You know what?" <laughs> and I'm like, "You know what? I'll take it. I'll take a little Bill Pullman in my life." I like, I like Bill Pullman. Is he the detective? Yeah, he's the only consistent thing about oh. the show. So, so we, the he has to go around just figuring out Ooh, people's motives. I like, he's like I know you did it. I don't know why. Right, and in all three cases, well, this season's a bit different, but it's still a why. But in the first two seasons, it's very clear who the person is. They are not hiding from the crime, but but he has to figure out the motivation. That's awesome. Yeah, I that's like that. on a list also, of things I might watch one day. I don't know if you guys remember this movie. I think it's the 90s. You, the you can look effect. at, sorry, just two seconds. You can look at the description of each season and just decide which one you want to see. There's no. No, I'd watch the, the like, Jessica Biel one. Yeah, that one was pretty yeah, good. But I just I mean, think... there's no, like, very, not very much correlation between them. So he's he still a, a down and out detective type character. So he he did a movie with Ben Stiller called The Zero Effect, right? I remember which I which I remember the first two thirds of were cool, and then the end was a real letdown. Right. Um, well, that's that's watching. that's really cool. Um, Shaking so it up. On our front, we watched last weekend. We watched I Am Not Your Negro, uh, the movie by Raul Peck, that is uh, a a documentary. Uh, storytelling uh, using James Baldwin, the author's last thing that he wrote as the framework for the story. 
and it's essentially a telling of of the experience of being black in America, but through a his his own view through his own eyes of Medgar Evers, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King, and um, and uh, and it's also self reflective for him. And Samuel Jackson, there's a lot of clips of James Baldwin speaking from interviews, but Samuel Jackson is the one who does the reading of the text as the narration of the documentary. And that is sincerely that is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Period. Like five star. Like I immediately went to my letterbox and gave that the five stars. It is extraordinarily powerful. It is a must watch. And what is, you know, and again, I, I, I'm naive to say this, you know, but it is one of these things where you're watching it and he's saying things, you know, 40, 50, 60 years, 60 years ago, right. 60 right. years ago, that could be a hundred percent true today. And it, and, and again, it, it, you both feel ashamed that you're, seeing these words now and not you know and um and that oh my goodness it's so terrible that these things are are are, are the same um at the same time it's extraordinarily powerful and it's and, it's, and, and i think this is this is a moment that if you haven't seen this movie like go watch it it's on amazon prime right now if you're in the states um uh it's an, i think it's about an hour and a half long it is one of the more amazing things i've ever seen and it is it is it is heavy and and powerful so that's that and, and and you know that that year i was like oh it must have won best documentary that year the documentary about oj simpson that espn made one oh, um and i haven't i haven't seen that one i've seen the docudrama with uh david schwimmer as the kardashian's dad which oh, is really good which is a lot of fun is it good yeah, yeah. oh and, you, and, you both have it? seen it right yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, Sonny's like, God, what trash taste do you two have? And the, <laughs> the, um, but I was kind of like, I haven't seen it, so it's not fair to say, but I was kind of like astounded. I'm like, this is, this is the exact kind of movie where, you know, how I think that the Oscars, you should be able to vote one movie back from the previous year and let them win. This, that would make the Oscars interesting. And like, this movie would win. I mean, this, that, I mean, I watched it and I was like, this should just be best picture. This doesn't need to be best documentary. This is right. Wow. So, so go watch that as soon as you can. And then the other thing we've been watching uh, in our house is a, is a family fave for me and Lil, which is Billions season five. Yeah, um, you're, which, you're, you're crushing my dreams, man. This well, five me, years we've dedicated to this. Yeah, me, Lily, Howie's a big watcher of Billions, and 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 Howie and I have been going back and forth, and we've agreed. This season just seems like it's all over the place. I feel like it's kind of undoing progress that was made in the previous season, which was totally. the biggest change in format. It's sort of settling, you know, and and there's a lot of like convenient plot devices. Like there are decisions that the characters make that just don't like, they're going to have to give me some real depth in the last five episodes or right? the seven episodes in, but there's an episode where the traders all decide to take this super duper like Ritalin type drug. Have you been to that episode? No, Italy? no, but and they, and they spend like a day making terrible decisions <laughs> and, 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 but it's just so, it's like not there's no basis for that in the show. There's no basis for right. Axe doing something like that in the show, other than maybe he's desperate to keep his edge. I don't know. Acting still incredible, um, but just way too many convenient plot movements. Uh, and and I hope that the last five episodes 
pick up. Like season four, all of it was amazing. And then the end, it was kind of a dud. Maybe season right. five will be the reverse. I don't know. Right. But, but it's, it, it's, it's been, it's, it's been a bummer. Um, just flat. Um, okay. Well, uh, I think that's our did, show. Oh, sorry. Did, did either one of you end up seeing 7,500, the new Joseph Gordon-Levitt? Oh, movie? I haven't watched it yet. I no, haven't I haven't watched it yet. Cool. I don't know. Right. I saw it, but um, Sunny curious saw what it. you think. Yeah, that's what you thought of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll probably watch it this way. I, I, I suspect uh, it's intense. It's like definitely like an intense movie, but I'm interested that that I, it, it's interesting that that was his choice to come back after his four year break. So, uh, um, yeah, well, we'll so, check it out. That, um, Beck, uh, where can thriller? people follow you? Follow me on Twitter at Paper BK Princess. And Lily, where can people follow you? Same, same, except it's Chichi, C-H-I-C-H-I-K, Gomez. Um, that's it. <laughs> and Letterbox. And you can follow me at Pancake4Table on Twitter and Instagram and on Letterboxd. You can follow all of the Friday Night Movie shenanigans at Fry Night Movie on Instagram and Twitter or FridayNightMoviePod.com. And um, uh, our theme song, which we'll kick in in a little bit, is by What Does It Eat? That is the uh, band, of course, that uh, Howie and I are in. And we also just released our uh, latest EP, which is available on Spotify and iTunes and all those places. It's called Sidecar. It is a 16-minute tribute to uh, song cycle. So it's a bunch of mini songs all threaded together with different musical movies. Amazing. I was listening in the car the other day. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yesterday with oh, uh, Ari and going, that's your T.O. drumming. He's drumming. And he's like, I don't see anybody drumming. I was like, uh, never mind. Let's just listen. Um, and it's about 1980s and 90s side characters from TV shows. Uh, check that out. Um, but more importantly, uh, please uh, look into, and if you agree with their incredible missions, please go and support the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, the Equal Justice Initiative with Becky, which Becky mentioned earlier. Um, this is one of the ways our family, our Friday Night Movie family, are showing our support for the Black Lives Matter movement at this very important moment. Uh, um, but we're also doing some stuff, uh, you know, individually, but as, as the Friday night movie family, uh, those are two really important organizations to us. Um, and I think, uh, with that, uh, we are wrapping up our show and, uh, thank you everybody for listening and, uh, Lily and Becky, it was really great to be chatting with the two of you during this time where we can't see each other. Um, uh, this is like our, our family project, our quality time for the three of us. It's awesome. I love you guys. Love you too. Love you too. Love you, Sunny. Our pod map.